Hey guys, what's going on? It's me, the one and only Strawberry Ice, coming to you from the Ice Cave, bringing you sports from a West Side point of view. All right, here's the rundown of today's show. There is a huge game tonight, UC versus Memphis. I'm already getting nervous about it. Xavier faced Butler, trying to get their fourth straight win. Did it happen? And then Ohio State dismisses, and they got to keep that word, they dismiss two players. And shockingly, national media, the, there's reports out that the Bengals are actually talking about trading Andy Dalton. Why? Oh, that's right. They're going to draft Joe Burrow. And then the Astros. Apologize today. If you saw it, I got some of it posted on my Facebook page, Sports of Strawberry Ice. It's pathetic. All right, let's get into it. Like I said, I'm already getting nervous. Bearcats versus Memphis tonight. 7 o'clock ESPN. This will be the 81st meeting of these two teams. UC leads the all-time meetings 46-34. to Now, last time, Memphis got us. They beat us 60-49 at Memphis. Now, tonight is that fifth third. Hopefully a totally different situation. Now, I mentioned it a little bit yet on yesterday's show. Pretty much, I think the Bearcats can really only lose one more game. If they do that, they would be 21-9, and that should get them into the NCAA tournament. It might even win the league. I don't know. Depends on what Houston does. That's the game that really scares me is Houston. But let's worry about Memphis tonight. Last week was... Three games in, let's see, you start from Sunday all the way to Sunday. So they look tired. They were very intense games. Now, I know people say, well, it's Strawberry. They're, you know, 19, 20, 21 year old kids. They shouldn't be getting tired, and they got to do that in the NCAA tournament. I agree with you. They shouldn't have been tired, but they were. I mean, I don't, I don't have a better explanation other than they look tired and they played tired. So, Hopefully they got enough rest and they can show up tonight. Memphis is not, they are on a downhill slide right now. And uh, one of their players said there's not very good vibes going on over there. So hopefully the bad vibes keep up for Memphis tonight because we really need to win this game. Because, like I said, you can only lose one. And the one I'm kind of thinking we're going to lose is at Houston. The rest of them, we should win. But... That's why you play the game. So, Bearcat fans, if you're going to the shoe and students, you're in the ruckus, be loud. I mean, I posted a video yesterday. Actually, uh, Cincinnati tweeted out yesterday about how loud it was versus Houston and how much that helped. Fans, get there early. The game starts at 7. Get there by 6. Start yelling at the Memphis, yell nicely. Don't cuss them out or you know be respectful, but yelling at them <laughs> in warm-ups. Say, we are here. You are not going to beat us today. Because that will hype up the boys, and that helps them out a lot. So get there early, be loud, and wear red, because it's a ring of red game. <sighs> I'm so excited. Like I'm ready to go now. <laughs> All right, now, Xavier was trying to win their fourth game in a row. Unfortunately, 
Their three-game winning streak was snapped by number 19, Butler, last night. 66-61. to 61. It wasn't a very... Well, the first half wasn't very well played for, for Xavier. They did better in the second half and, and got it close. But the first half, at halftime, they trailed 32-23. to 23. That's their lowest points in a half all year long. That's really hard... To win when you only scored 30, or excuse me, 23 and a half. But they, like I said, they came back. Butler came back. There's lots of runs in the game. Unfortunately, Butler's Jordan Tucker hit the big shot at the end of the game to put Butler ahead for good. Um, it It's not a bad loss. I mean, it's 66 to 61, so it's a close game. It's at Butler. So, I, it's not a bad loss. I'll put it that way. I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying to go in my head here of how I think it affects Xavier and their season. They're in the Big East, man. I mean, there's not really any bad losses in that conference. So, the problem is they've had so many other losses. And they've had a lot of losses in the Big East. So, like I said, I think you guys are still on the bubble right now. So, it's the Bearcats. That's why we got to win tonight. So, Ohio State's coach. Ryan Day has dismissed, I say you got to look at it this way, dismissed two players, Armin Rep and Johannes Wintz. He said, it's clear they did not live up to our standards. Now, I keep emphasizing the word dismissed. He did not suspend them. He dismissed them, meaning they're gone. No matter what the outcome is, no matter if they are, uh, it comes back that they're innocent, I think Ryan Day's point where it's clear that they did not live up to our standards. I think his point is whatever happened, they shouldn't have been there in the first place. And I think with everything that happened the year before when the assistant coach had the wife beating incident and stuff like that and and all that happened the year before, I think they're trying to nip anything in the bud right before it even gets going. So, unfortunately, those kids are gone. Uh, the their lawyers say they're going to be 100% innocent, which they might be. I, I, I don't know, but I know they're not going to be playing for Ohio State anymore. So I, I actually think it's 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 very good on Ryan Day's part because he's setting, a, like I said, a standard for Ohio State. I think more colleges should do this, that we're not putting up with this crap. You know, you you do the right things. If you are somewhere you shouldn't be, leave. Get out of there. You know? I know sometimes I think things happen, but apparently whatever this was, Ryan Day thinks they shouldn't have been there in the first place. So kudos to Ryan Day and Ohio State. All right. Is it draft time yet? I'm, I'm so ready to just draft Joe Burrow and get this over with. But now national media keeps reporting that the Bengals – may trade the number one overall pick, which they they could. I don't think they're going to, which I'm reading the story here. It would be kind of hard, or not hard to trade it, but after they do this, I don't know why in the world they'd trade the pick because they're talking about trading Andy Dalton, who was our starting quarterback. So if you trade Andy Dalton, and then you trade the pick and you draft some other player that's not a quarterback, why would you trade Andy Dalton? So, national media, the Bengals 
are drafting Joe freaking Burrow. Now, the cool thing about this, I know Mike Brown, I bang on Mike Brown a lot here, and I know other (laughs) sports personalities do too, and it's kind of well-deserved sometimes. But one thing I will give Mike Brown, he is a very loyal guy, and he, if he, if you have his respect, he respects you. And by this, them working with Andy Dalton, basically, and his agent, they're basically working with him, trying to get Andy, I think, to the best spot for him. I know they also want to get the best trade value back, but they don't have to do that. I mean, Andy Dalton's under contract next year. They can trade up to whoever they want for whatever they want. They don't even have to consider talking to Andy Dalton and asking his input or anything. Now, he can give his input and the trade's too good and they <laughs> trade him anyway. But that, I think, is very nice of Mike Brown. For the years to Andy Dalton of service, he's given the Bengals. Because I don't care what anybody says. He went the five straight playoffs. Yes, we didn't win a playoff game. I know. It was terrible. I know. But I really, really wish Andy would quit getting the blunt of the punishment for that. Because he wasn't the only one on the team. <laughs> you know? The whole team. They all lost it. You know, I know that's when you're the quarterback and you get more of the praise than you deserve and you get more of the um, boos than you deserve. Like, he got, I forgot about this, but he got booed a couple years ago. He had the All-Star game here in Cincinnati and they had a celebrity softball uh, contest. And this was in the middle of the Bengals losing their, you know, going to the playoffs five times and, and losing all five. And he got booed. I remember at the time, like, come on, people. I mean, how are you going to boo? I mean, we're the Bengals. Okay. Do you remember the 90s? It was awful. I know everybody keeps going, that stretch, that period, we didn't want a playoff game. I know, but we went to five straight playoff games. So just be happy that, that that happened and that was accomplished. You know, look at the good things in it. Look how much fun that season those seasons were. You know? It's better than the last four. I would take those any day. I know it's very frustrating. Oh, trust me. After the last one with the Steelers, I was extremely pissed off. So I understand that. But at least I was mad or had something emotional investment into it. The only emotional investment I had in the game this year was I wanted the Bengals, the first time ever, I wanted the Bengals to lose to Miami so we can get the number one pick. And they almost won the freaking thing. <laughs> so I would, not that I'm settling. I want us to win a playoff game. I want us to win Super Bowls. But I want everybody to understand that Andy Dalton is not that bad of a quarterback. And I know some people said, like, well, you know, he came here after Carson Palmer quit on us, which he quit on us. And Carson Palmer was a better, you know, quarterback. Well, was he really? I mean, because everybody just assumes Carson's a better quarterback. But how many times did Carson go to the playoffs with the Raiders or the Cardinals? Once? Twice? I doubt he went five times. He didn't go five times in his entire career. So is Carson Palmer really that much of a better quarterback than Andy Dalton? I mean, yes, Andy Dalton is flawed. Dude, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's a great quarterback. I want to get rid of him. I want Joe Burrow. I'm just saying, I think after Andy leaves, it's going to be like, okay, I posted this uh, the other day. I think Red's, this blog, blog belongs to the Red's, posted this and said, which is the best 44? Red of all time. And they had uh, Adam Dunn, um, Chris, uh, Chris Leak, and um, Eric Davis. And I said, 
obviously Eric Davis. Now, if you remember back in the 80s and early 90s, Eric Davis in 1987 was probably the best player in baseball, okay? And then he got injured. And this is right after he signed his big contract, which back then was a huge contract. I think it was like $3 million over the, the whole contract. It wasn't $3 million a year. However many years it was, I think it was $3 million over the whole contract. And anyway, he got injured. And he got injured. So he never got back to the way he was in 1987. And he got booed. And he got booed. And he got booed. And people were so mad at him. You're making all this money. And you're not doing anything. Andy Dalton, you're... You're making all this money. You can't win a playoff game. Ken Griffey Jr. You're making all this money. And you can't, we can't go anywhere. Okay, Ken Griffey Jr. was not his fault. He deferred the money. Carl is the one that didn't do it. Anyway, I'm just saying Andy Dalton, I think in my mind, is gonna be he's gonna be more remembered uh better after he's gone. Because people love Eric Davis now. Ken Griffey Jr. is still kind of iffy. I'm not uh, but people love Eric Davis, and I think that's the way people are going to feel about Andy Dalton 10, 15, 20 years from now. You know, they're going to be like, you know what? He really wasn't that bad of a quarterback, and he's a really nice guy, because I really honestly think he's a great guy. So, anyway, as always, the Ice Cave and Sports with Strawberry Ice is brought to you by T Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right. Now, <laughs> the story, I know, I, I probably the last two weeks, I've talked about this more than anything else because it won't go away because Rob Manford is a clown and won't do anything about it. All right. The Houston Astros came out and publicly apologized, which was a freaking joke. Oh, their owner alone. CBS Sports put this out on Twitter. And I got it on uh, the Facebook page, and I tweeted it out. Sports with Strawberry Ice. So go check it out. You can watch it for yourself. Okay. First, he, he said that the cheating did not impact the game. Then according to CBS Sports, 55 seconds later, he goes, Oh, yeah, it, it, it did probably impact the game. What? <laughs> you don't... Okay, first of all, you're the guy that wanted the meeting, okay? So you want to get everybody's story straight of what you're going to say, and you screwed it up in 55 seconds? Okay, first of all, yes, it most likely impacted the game. If the batter knows what pitch is coming or any kind of close general direction of where it's going, he's a Major League Baseball player. Yes, that helps. That impacts the game. Okay, I'll bring it up another way. I keep bringing it up against P. Rose. All right, let's bring it up this way. The Black Sox scandal. The reason they all were kicked out is because they are, to me, they cheated the opposite way. They threw the game. So they impacted the outcome of the World Series. They got banned for life. All right. The Houston Astros cheated, took an advantage, a, a competitive advantage over the Dodgers and won the World Series. The Sox threw it. The Astros won it by cheating. It's the same thing. <laughs> so baseball, a hundred and something years ago, already established, you. I know everybody says it's betting, but they threw the game. 
It's a competitive balance. It's the same thing. So why, Rob Manford, will you not go and suspend these guys? I'm not saying ban them for life. At least suspend them. This stuff that they're doing is a joke. They're not sorry. They're upset they got caught. They're probably ticked off. They got to sit in front of the media and read. They didn't, they didn't talk like me. I'm Yeah, I got notes, but I'm not reading them right now. I'm just talking from the heart. They had to sit there and read this and thank you for all the support and blah, blah. Dude, you got caught. Own it. Say yes, we got caught. Yes, it probably helped. I'm sorry. I, you know, whatever. Own it. <laughs> and Rob Manford, your stupid playoff thing, the three-pitcher minimum, the stuff you are doing, dude. Oh, my goodness. Whoever thought it was a good idea to make you the commissioner of baseball, I will never know. Oh, it has to do with money because everything you're doing makes them money. And you know what? Eventually, that's going to bite you guys in the butt. Whoo! Okay, I did not mean to go on the... Well, I did, but I didn't know I was going to go on the tangent like that. But anyway, it's Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday, Zeke of the Week. You guys got any ideas? Trust me, I got a couple. <laughs> Tweet them out to me. Sports with Strawberry Ice on Facebook. Twitter handle is Jeff A. Trenopole, T-R-E-N-N-E-P-O-H-L. You can also leave some comments down below on the YouTube channel. And if you're watching on YouTube, give me a subscribe. I'm up to 124, I think. So trying to get to that thousand or more, that'd be great. I've got a long ways to go. And if you're listening on the podcast, uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, somebody get a five-star rating, click all five stars. Say, we like strawberry. We want more of them. Anyway, that's your sports, baby. See you guys.